the interesting thing is you can sort of take this whole philosophical approach to it. Like recorded sound is like that. You know, um, the Beatles are just as relevant now as they were 40 years ago. Hello, and welcome to the Getting Better Acquainted teaser. I'm Dave. I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together. I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better. Better. Better acquainted with you. No, you're a diddle chap. Yeah, that's right. Yes, we went for a walk. Yeah. What you're going to hear today are some extracts from the long form interviews I've been doing for this series. Lots of different people that I've been getting better acquainted with. There'll be other voices in the series, voices that I haven't recorded yet. Voices that I don't even know I'm going to record yet. But for now, here's a little hint of what you're going to get. Hope you enjoy it. Kebabs is a good example. I just think they've got such a bad reputation. But if people actually knew how they make a doner kebab, it's not just like they order this lump of meat from a factory and they unwrap it and they stick it on a pole and they heat it up. These guys are in... I mean, I've been in the back of these shops because I grew up next to a kebab shop. So what they do is they get this kind of mince meat and they kind of like they pound it all together with herbs and spices and they sort of like make it into kind of like burger-shaped, giant burgers. And they sort of put each burger on this pole and they kind of like lower them down. So you've got like a big stack of burgers with like obviously the pole going through the middle of if all of them. you wail and tear your hair and create a scene in public, even that is nothing close to how you actually feel about it. It's nowhere near as deep and dark and painful. It's it's cheapening it. And then they mould it into this big shape. So it's not just like, you know, there's work going into that, you know. I mean, people talk about caviar. Caviar, what, they get it from the fish and they put it in a can and then people go, oh, that's a delicacy. But what, what, what's gone into that? Like, nothing. You so know? you like, like like a bit of workmanship in your... Yeah, it's got a bit... I like prep food, but... Once know, this I is like dared Gordon have Ramsay. gay experiences, because I wasn't willing to do that initially. I just was, you know, shying away from it. I, I felt ashamed. I didn't want to do it. Um, but then once I went travelling in South America, I had my first experience. And then I thought... Okay, this feels a bit more natural. It felt right. Yeah. But then I suddenly got malaria. I was taken to this guard step. Uh, the, um, uh, the doctor there, you know, the medical, what's the medical officer, sent me up, said you've got malaria, and sent me up to, to this hospital, which was way It up, wasn't way just... Um... A thing you had to do for yourself. You had to somehow knit these things together. Because I think by like then, Rommel had been well. defeated, and they were just getting ready to invade uh, Italy, Sicily, subsequently. Anyway, so I got sent up to this hospital for my malaria, where the thing I can remember is that you've got a bottle of Guinness every day. <laughs> <laughs> now in this hospital ward, and you saw nurses. Oh, say Columbo, who lived on the... the Iona, um, he was said to have, in his life, in the life of St. Columba, he apparently uh, converted one of the kings of the Picts to Christianity. So um, that might have happened, but then you can't date the stones. You don't know if the ones without the crosses were before the ones with the crosses or at the same time, or like you can't date them, so you can't prove it. But anyway, the, the kind of family tradition was to um, culturally, my brothers and my sister, they're all married within the same culture. Right. Um, so that was, uh, I think that was a really sort of interesting 
hard experience to go through for my parents as well as for me because I didn't I, I guess we didn't want to get married um, sort of uh, behind their backs or anything like no. that so or elope or elope <laughs> which would be quite drastic um, so to get them on board was actually uh, took longer than we realised yeah, wow. um, dad wouldn't wear a suit because he said he wore a suit all week he didn't see why wearing one to church would but make no, any difference to God whatsoever. There's nothing that, that other people have other than security and time. That's the things I want, is security and time. Yeah. You know, I don't want possessions. I don't need a swimming pool. Oh, I'd love a swimming pool. I want a swimming pool. I don't need a swimming pool. But what I want is security and time. I don't want to have to be stressed about paying bills. And I want time to do what Some people benefit less from the economy. And when we say being valued, it implies that there's a valuer. Yeah. And, um, and this... The, the valuer in our case is the free There's market as mentioned. There's something amazing you find it if you go into any only part of place the story. of worship that there is a, a powerful feeling in the space and sometimes if you're lucky and if the space doesn't have a high ceiling too high a ceiling sometimes you lose the the soul but I, I found myself connecting to that and I found myself enjoying the fact that I seem to be around a larger family of, of much older people sort of who always asked me how I was doing and were impressed at me helping hand out the biscuits. Listen uh, for God and if you feel moved to speak you can speak and stand up. Um, I really wanted to, to be um, in the Rocket Club but Mum asked me why I wasn't, and I said, well, it's because it's all the boys. But when it comes to listening to music, I will turn the computer off. It's just the way I'm programmed to do things. I think Maybe it's a I'm good just way. of that generation that I just... It's not out of some kind of artisan notion of, I must devote myself to the music now for 30 minutes. It's just the way what I, I do things. What I meant was, the people who played football at a certain time, it was that gang of people who all happened to be boys who were there. What my mum heard was... My nine-year-old thinks she can't be in the science club because it's for boys. They hit each other with sticks. They hit each other with um, a fake sword or stick that is a fiberglass core with a foam round it, shaped foam, which is then painted. So it looks, from a distance, good ones look like they could be real. I don't know. But they are. I know there are plenty of times when therapy does help. But I think there's a certain value in talking to your friends. Friends, I always think friends and family are much. They know you better. That's it. They know what's what's going on and what are the factors that are affecting it. And there's something at stake. If a, you left your wives and there were children involved, yes. What do you? What does that sent, sentence mean to you? Uh, you know, I don't think I can conceivably make any kind of judgment about my own behaviour. I mean, I think that I think other people can, other people will, can and will. Maybe they come to the same judgment, maybe they come to different ones. But I couldn't, I don't think, to say, oh, I say, well, I, I, to justify it this way or that way, or to say, or to be, to take on a guilt, which is. I don't, I'm not asking you to take no, no, on I mean, either of those things. So you know, I don't know how you could really do it. I mean, you. I mean, that's called cultural know. variance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Elements of culture, um, just like it takes words to make up a language, or you know, phonemes or bits of words to make up a language. It takes up 
cultural it takes cultural variants to, uh, to, to make this up a day culture. I still don't even know they still don't even know a lot of what causes it they don't even know what makes it worse they don't know if it's hereditary to some degree okay. so my sister and I do every once in a while have these moments where we go yeah it could be possible that we could get diagnosed um, but we don't know we don't know it seems I, to be it's geographically related to a degree 10 years of girl guiding where we've been shown the recovery position I don't know how many times I completely didn't know what to do. I had no, no clue. I was shouting her name. I removed half of her dentures because it was sticking out of her mouth and didn't go fishing around for the other half. It's, it's one of those situations where you look back on it and go, you knew what you were supposed to be doing. Why didn't you do any of it? Um, but I held her hand. She was breathing but she let out some um, quite hard breaths and then, then she seemed to stop. They're all positive things that the government are trying to do to promote growth to make things better but it does take time and I think we live in an era where everyone expects things to be done within sort of six months to a year um, and I'd like to see an, an economy that that looks at human well-being and environmental well-being a lot uh, more than it currently does. I have does. to say I was sceptical about us working together, Yeah. <laughs> also being a couple, mm. um, and having, you know, our personalities as they are, good or bad, it's kind of, you know, you know all the good and bad things about each other, so, yeah. <laughs> so how do you sort of start a business together, is it a good idea? Um, it was Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So there's a lot of teething problems, but I think <laughs> looking back on it, I think it was a good idea because they get to know each other in actually a completely different way as well, which is well, I've I I love representing people. I just love that. I I like helping people with their problems and to get a resolution for them. Um, and being a lawyer is a great way to do that. And but you're also kind of fighting for something better and and I always wanted to do law that involved uh, that had a human element to it so employment law is I mean we all go to work on a daily basis um, we we're all affected by it and if it's a terrible situation then you know 75% of our lives can be absolutely miserable and so yeah, it, 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 it's good for me to come along and try and make it better. There's so much kind of dilution of content that you've just got to you've just got to reach a point where you say, "What well, you know? What life's too short. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to find as many different ways of kind of getting through and publicizing publicizing my music to a wider audience, and uh, just doing that because like the, the whole X Factor thing is, I think a lot more people just assume now I can go on telly and just do a well-known Leonard Cohen cover and that's it. I get my 15 minutes of fame or my 15 years of fame. The guy happily gave him a cigarette and refused payment. Dave came back and basically said another triumph for <laughs> uh, human kindness over capitalism. Wow. Um, I paraphrase, but... No, it was better. Yeah. When you said it, it was better than what I, when I said it. That's what hindsight allows you yeah, to do. Yeah, definitely. I've been working that over in my subconscious. I didn't want to be a teacher because... Uh, I grew up in a family of teachers, or had been teachers, would be teachers, um, and I felt quite strongly about not being a teacher. When he said, 
he went for a swim in the, he went for a swim in the ocean. I said, that's not an ocean though, that's a sea. I thought, well, you know, we're such good friends now, I can afford to be a cock. <laughs> so I was, and I said, yeah, that's a sea. And he said, what, you know, what's the difference? And I said, well, that's a good question, but the thing you're talking about is classified as a sea. Sea, yeah, the Mediterranean Sea. In contrast to, you know, something like the Atlantic, which is an ocean, or the North Atlantic, which is an ocean, I'm not sure. Because well, my family all, uh, my immediate family all live in the UK, and they've lived here for a long time. They're quite used to sort of mixing up English and other languages and just going with whatever works mm. in a situation. But Abdel's family all live in Arab-speaking, Arabic-speaking countries, so sometimes it's like if I go... Yeah, like if she meets my grandmother, for example. My yeah. grandmother would understand what she's saying, obviously, but... There's translation but, but there's but, but there's a bit of kind of void there. <laughs> yeah. so, um, but, so your shared language is... English. English. And when I first moved here, I didn't, I didn't understand it. And I didn't understand why it was taking me longer to get the same sort of intimacy that I would get in the States. See, now, I think that's interesting from my point of view, having lived in the UK all my life. I... I find that I'm, I'm the, I'm. I mean, I guess I'm quite like an American in that I very quickly get into high state levels of intimacy with people, often way before they're comfortable <laughs> with that, and that's one of the reasons I'm doing this these conversations is to learn a little bit more about how to sort of negotiate the social yeah. contract. The big ones are oceans, the small ones are seas, something like that. They have to be salty but little. But you know, language does evolve. Indeed, and. Um, he then pointed out, well, I like ocean. And I said, well, ocean's all right. I find it a bit too Latinate, actually, for my ocean. taste. It's quite nice sound. Exactly, that's what he said. He said it's onomatopoeic. It sounds like the sea. And I said... Sea sounds damn, like the sea as well. Damn that's... it, you're right, you're right. It, but ocean sea. sounds bigger. Sea. Ocean. It does ocean. sound bigger. Yeah, they've both got the sh in um, as well. Sea so sounds like distant we and small. translated ocean these beautiful like little poems, big. which was something I really enjoyed. And some of these were just scribbled in the margins of ancient manuscripts. Wow. Like, there's one about how nice it is to be sitting outside in the springtime writing, and then I can hear the birds singing. And it's just described, he's just written it on the side of a manuscript. And that's just really lovely, I think. Wow. But when it all went a bit meta, then a bird was actually singing yeah. as he said <laughs> That's it. That's what I thought. It would sound, sound like I'm sort of putting on uh, a post-production effects. No, I don't need to switch it off. Why don't I switch it off? I'm enjoying it. If you're interested in continuing to get better acquainted with me and with the voices that you've heard, you can find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at GBA Podcast. Uh, you can find it on Facebook. It's Getting Better Acquainted. Have a search on Facebook and like it. Or you can find it on the website www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk. The whole consumption framework that is around you. So I might be um, making a DIY podcast, but I have to buy a microphone to do it. Zoom microphone, yeah. <laughs> and some Sennheiser. If Zoom, Zoom and Sennheiser want to sponsor the podcast, they're yeah. welcome to get in touch. Listeners can decide on the quality. <laughs> yeah. You can also subscribe by searching on iTunes and subscribing to us that way. There are lots of ways to get better acquainted. Once nearly burnt me to death. <laughs> nearly burnt I, my when house we were, down. When we were the Banoir, I nearly shot one of the Banoir to die. With a fishing arrow. <laughs>
So that was kind of interesting because actually she was right and I was wrong. And <laughs> wow, and you've got it on tape. And I've got it on tape. <laughs>